You are now listening to the Dream Loud Podcast. Join us as we explore the significance of following your dreams. We hope you'll enjoy the ride. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of the Dream Loud Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Benjamin Hall, here with Dan Schifo. Yo, what's going on, everyone? And we've also got a returning guest, Re- Matthew Fordyce. Thank you for joining us again. Hello. Hello Returning guest. Yeah, hello to Facebook Live. Giving Facebook Live some love, too. But no, thank you so much for coming back. No problem. Uh, if you don't know, you know, Matthew Fordyce. Fordyce. I call him Fordyce. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know your first name. Uh, it's Fordyce. But uh, again, one of the, one of my best friends, one of the greatest people that I know. Oh, thank um, you. If you don't, you know, he, he was our first guest, uh, episode five. And first the Dream Law po- yeah. first guest ever. Um, a two-part episode, episode. A two-parter. It was awesome. Uh, episode five and six. Um, at last I checked, it got combined 215 downloads. Oh, wow. So thank you to everybody uh, for all your support. Thank you to Fordyce for coming on and telling your story, kicking it all off, and uh, and thanks for coming back. Hey, thank you. And apparently I didn't stink that much because I'm back. Woo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we love you, man. No, are you kidding? Yeah. yeah, no, thank you. Um, I, I can't wait for the day. I can't wait for, for today and, and, you know, the episodes we will yeah. we'll be recording were... Um, um, you know, and we'll probably say this a couple of times, but we'll be doing multiple, uh, you know, episodes today and, and, you know, we're, we appreciate Fordyce coming in and, and helping us out and guest hosting. Awesome. Yeah. So segueing from sure. that, yeah, um, yeah. the reason we're doing multiple episodes today is because I'm going to be leaving to go on tour, so I won't be around. Aww. So we're going to, it's good though. Yeah, yeah, it is good. Uh, we're going to be changing up maybe the format a little bit. A touch. Yeah. We're, we're not exactly sure what it's going to look like but there may be a we're going to try to have episodes every monday for you guys consistently like we've been doing um the only thing i can foresee happening is we may have a few that are shorter yeah either because i'm on the road and we're doing it via skype or um we're just trying to pack in some things to like into the same day so we'll, we'll have shorter episodes so that we can handle that because all of our schedules are yeah really crazy with you covering the penguins not the Steelers not anymore, anymore no. <laughs> yeah but the, the penguins, penguins now, yeah. and your job and me with my job and sure. rehearsing for tour and all that it's going to be a little bit ridiculous getting everything together I mean, a time for that inspiration you can hit that plateau and i've definitely seen myself hit that with, with currently with, being, with where i'm working yeah uh, and i'm recently when i went on my honeymoon with my wife my wife hey what's up? <laughs> um, is jess on Hi, Jess. Uh, and we, I actually, uh, I got a book and for my inspiration, some of it comes from people who are not going to know this name, Hayao Miyazaki. He's literally the, the Walt Disney of Japan. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a autobiography. Um, it's two parts and it deals with before he got famous, like how he started off as an animator, uh, how he got into like the business. And then also the other part of it is, is how he continued to be successful. Yeah. And a lot of the things that he says is not just about like animation. It's you can literally tie it to any form of um, well, what's your dream? What are you trying to do? Sure. So when I was reading that on honeymoon, I'm like, OK, there's things I kind of want to work. I want to tie this into and not just into work itself, but then things outside of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's really cool. It's, you're right. There has to be balance because you can't just put all your energy into being creative because then yeah. you're never going to get anything done. You can't <laughs> right. put all yeah. your stuff into being hardworking because then you're just going to work yourself to death. Yeah. It's like, where's that medium? And I think yeah. that's something we all struggle with. How do you yeah. find it? 
to find the medium. I'm still trying to find it yeah. because it's it's yeah, one yeah. of those things where you really have to have. Well, what's the? It, it's called work life balance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's it's one of those things that I, I think every company now is trying to incorporate into mm-hmm. like their overall policy sure, sure. because if you're happy. You know, doing things outside of work, you're going to be happy at work. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like us as humans, we always want to try to, uh, you know, find that dream, find that thing that we're really passionate about, and, and that's where the thing we'll work the hardest on, and because it makes us happy. To do or to have that balance, I think it's it's more so like finding things on how you manage your time. Yeah. It's one of the harder parts on time management that I think everybody deals with, where. How much time do I spend with my family? How much time do I spend with work? How much time do I spend on yeah. my hobbies? Yeah. Uh, and it's just something that's it's really trial and error. Like, yeah. Because everybody's different. You know, somebody that has a toddler or somebody that has a baby is going to have totally time difference yeah. between me who does not. Yeah. I think a maybe more overarching way of thinking about it too, segueing off of what you're saying, is um, I just started reading this book by this professor of psychology from Toronto, Jordan Peterson. Okay. I've talked about him pretty much yeah, in every yeah. podcast <laughs> yeah, right. that we've had. He's come up some way. We can uh, have him on at some point. Yeah. Well, my brother-in-law, he bought me his new book for Christmas. Yeah. Nice. Um, and I just got through, I started reading chapter one this morning, but the, the foreword and the overture, uh, so the forewords by somebody else, the overture is by him okay. and they're both like chapters in and of themselves. Sure. Sure. Basically just setting up the book. You're getting a chapter out of the foreword. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, this is on a side note, but if you guys are reading books out there, read the forewords because they, right. they do, I mean, you could skip to chapter one, but it really helps to set up like what happens later. So Absolutely. I do recommend that. And I'm, <laughs> and I, cause I was tempted to just jump into chapter one Plug into the, the content, yeah. but you know, something that he talked about in the forward and I thought it was a great way to think about life is he was talking about the Taoist principle of yin and yang and what that represents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the the black side of that is I forget what it's actually called, but that's basically chaos. It represents yeah, chaos, yeah, right. and then the white side is order. <laughs> right. And if you are in either one of those circles too much, you're out of balance. Absolutely. Yeah. But the way Definitely. where you find like actual life and and just the yeah and the exuberance <laughs> uh, to live is whenever you can balance that line in between yeah. chaos and order. So hard. It, it is so hard and. But I think it's a brilliant way of looking at life because if you're too organized, you're, you become stale. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. You have to allow enough chaos or actually seek out chaos enough in your life to yeah. add spice to it. Right. Spontaneous. Right. Spontaneousness and maybe to not, allow... Maybe not like set my house on fire intentionally. No, not, but right. like, no, no, yeah, no. not that much no. chaos. And, and I think <clears throat> that, I mean, that's looking at chaos as a negative thing. Right, I think right. that's a Western way of looking at chaos. Absolutely. But, but an Eastern way, I think, is more chaos is the unpredictable. Yeah. yeah. Allowing unpredictable into your life actually allows for growth and new opportunities too. Or Absolutely. adversity like that too. Yeah. Or reacting cool. to adversity. That's a very cool way of looking at it. So... All right, now what's the name of this book? <laughs> it's called 12 Rules for Life and Antidote to Chaos. All right, I want to get that from you. Like Jordan Peterson. I can't talk about the rest of the book since I've, I'm only in two talk, pages into the first, chapter, the first chapter. But the foreword is basic. <laughs> nice. How nice. do you, um, I guess at the same time, like how do you, maybe 
you're working a ton. You're working so much. You get home, you're tired. How do you find inspiration whenever you get home? And maybe you're, you know, you, you want your passion is in mixing. Your passion is in playing bass. Your passion is whatever it is, whatever your, your passion is. But like, all right, I'm going to stop real quick. So Theodore Douglas Thompson, he gave us his Xbox live username. Oh, that's awesome. So we do, yeah, we do have another, uh, cool. Although I'm a PS4 guy. You're I an have, Xbox guy. Yeah, both. you you have, oh, you have both. both. I have yeah. both. Actually, I have uh, that and a Nintendo DS and a Nintendo Wii. So I just heard <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> DS was the highest selling console yeah. mm-hmm. last November mm-hmm. ever. It was the... Ki- the, I con- I the was, connect? No, no, the connect. The, the, uh, I'm sorry. Not what? the switch. It's not the switch. I the, thought the switch the, I sold oh, everything. It was the DS. Oh, well, that huh. is an amazing system. It isn't. Seth, a, well, I think it's because it's so portable. It's more portable than right. the switch. Seth would know. The well, switch is cool, but it. I mean, you need cargo pants with the awkward yeah. pockets. The, the switch. <laughs> I've heard that. so many great things that it basically is like the DS, except you can also use it as you a, can take it with a console. Yeah, yeah because right. you, you can. Yeah, my sister has it. It's it's a great system. I just. I'm not complaining about it because I like I like the size of it, yeah. but it's so big. It is big. Yeah, it is yeah. hard to but carry the, that the around. The Nintendo 3DS is amazing. I have it. I have so many games on it. <laughs> That's awesome. It's great. like what Fire Emblem? Are you one of? I tried to get into that, and it's so long, and I oh, I, 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 I couldn't. I no. couldn't get back into it. Actually, I I have uh, the new Metroid. That's really good. I have oh, the um. What's the Metroid what style guy? Metroid is it? Is it? It's it's, two, it's a two D scroller. Oh, oh is cool. it? I love it's, that. It's, that's that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and then they also have that that Mario Maker. Oh, that's cool. And that's on the it, yeah. DS, and you can make any Mario level that you want off of old Mario. That's cool. Three DS Mario, uh, Super Nintendo Mario, and it's, <coughs> that's that's I would that's the only game I really sure. play the majority that really that metroid yeah i played um speaking of long games i finally beat persona 5 i heard good stuff about that i didn't do all the side quests and it still took me a hundred hours wow wow that's long it's a huge game but i wasn't really bored yeah yeah. any of that time which is pretty amazing to say of a game that long does does your sister have the uh the new zelda she does she loved it that's Uh the only reason i want to buy a switch literally because of that yeah it, it, our buddy Seth. I'll get, I'll get back to you. I'll, I'll, uh, he loved it. I'll pick her brain about that a little bit more because I played it she a little bit. She likes Zelda. She does. I'm more of a Zelda fan probably than her. I mean, my favorite Zelda of all time is A Link to the Past. So, I think no, it's a great a- game. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's a great game. Actually, the uh, the one that they remade on the 3DS, A Link Between Two Worlds, is a, oh. is a remake of A Link to the Past, and it's better. It's better. It's better. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. So now I need to. Now I need to try diving into that okay let's go back to where we were <laughs> let's go back to where we were before we lost the live stream no uh, we just lost our audience <laughs> yeah sorry well, except except That's for right. theodore douglas thompson <laughs> I'm thank just you theodore. yeah thank you um hey we're cool with that so we were talking about balance like yeah i, I walking guess, the tight wire line of balancing chaos and order it, yeah and i think I, I guess along those lines like how would you um you know if if you work a ton, you know, you, you work a, oh, yeah. a lot, maybe, yeah, you work a ton, um, but you're passionate and creative about, 
based. You're passionate, creative about drums. You're passionate, you know, creative about video games or or anything else. Um, but maybe you just don't have the energy to put into the creative because of your work day or your work or whatever. But you want to do that. Like that's where one of your passions lies. Then then what would you you know what would a, what would a recommendation if you're be? You're tired. Point? Yeah, not like tired, but well, yeah, like I want to do this, but man, I just. But, I, you know, like, where do you find that inspiration at to put well, wanna, into what you want to do? I want to hear Fordyce's take on this, but I think it starts with recognizing the importance of creativity and what yeah. you're doing, especially if it's, a, if it's a mundane job. Right. Yeah. But really, I think like what the an people, office-based job. Yeah, yeah. I think whether people realize it or not, but creativity is actually what your boss is looking for. Yeah. Right. They're looking for, that's, that's like improving to the next level. Right. How yes. can I think outside of the box and take what's already good here and make it better? That's right. essentially what creativity is. Sure. Absolutely. No, you're so right. I think realizing that is important first. And I'm going to throw it over to Fordyce. I want to hear what that's like in your PNC job. Cause that oh, can seem a little bit mundane from the outside looking in at it. It's not. <laughs> you, 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 you noted on the head where basically, cause the role that I'm in now is this process improvement. We were looking at hmm. the things that already are in existence in the, in the bank and we're looking at new ways to, to improve it. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you just a quick example. Everything now is, is, uh, it's digital. I mean, yeah. like how we yeah. how we communicate, how we do business, how we do um, our right. own um, everyday lives. Like whenever we come home, we have we have Siri and and an Amazon. Um, what's that thing called? It's a oh circle. yeah, oh, Alexa. Alexa. We can sit on our couch and, and I have my we can ask Google them questions. Home. We can have them turn on uh, things in, in in the house. I don't and, have to think for myself. All anymore. of my bills are electronically done. Yeah, I don't I don't send checks so. There are a lot of things that in the bank that we still do with paper. We still do. Or there's a lot of deposits and the, cash back. There's a lot of manual yeah. intervention where you have somebody switching things back and forth. So yeah, uh, one of the things we're looking at is how to integrate robotics into our processes. Wow, where we're we're taking out the the human interaction. We're yeah. putting it into like as a as an application where. Money's going to be transferred, or hey, I need my address updated. You don't have to key that in; it should automatically just be done. Right. Yeah. So that's one thing. How we're trying to be creative, and on my side is we're You're also trying to be proactive. Absolutely, yeah. and at the same time, is like where can we also have a cost savings? Because do we really need to pay you know a group of people to to do this, or can we also transition them to other places where they're lacking? Um, yeah. They're lacking, you know bodies to, to help out so there's a lot of things that we do for creativity i also to kind of go back to what shifo said where do you find the time or the energy in order to to be creative? how do you be proactive as, as a person yeah so as, as a person i think you have to be able to know where you're spending your energy because you're yeah. right you have to use it at work in order to if you want to progress you also be able to have to do it at home if say like if you have a family or if there's something that you want to to improve there either yeah. personal with a hobby yeah. or just everyday stuff so again i'm going back time management and how do you spend your energy yeah for for somebody that has a more structured type life i would recommend uh actually blocking time You're like right. i mm -hmm. want like an hour or an hour and a half to do this one thing after work and then after that i can i can do whatever but if you are if you're able to to do spontaneous stuff then I would just go with your gut, right? I think that's the other thing that I've also used. Like if I have like a gut instinct, like yeah. I really want to do this, 
do it right do then. It. Do it right yeah. then. That's a great. Because if you don't yeah. just do it right then, it'll go away. Yeah, it's true. It will. Mm-hmm. But people who are structured, I would recommend actually blocking the time off because that would be the best way to keep you on track to to doing those things. Yeah. No, totally. That's um, really good. Yeah, I th- I think for me, like I'm just you know I'm, I'm inspired by friends. I'm inspired by family. I know yeah. there are times. Um, like I'm in, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a drummer and whenever, you know, sometimes I go to shows, I, I always see, you know, like when I go to shows or I'll see a drummer and I, and I see a drummer like crushing it. Yeah. Um, I try and figure it out, you know, like yeah. I, I want to play that riff. I want to play maybe not a riff, but I want to play that fill. I want to play. Oh, you want to play that riff? Yeah. Well, maybe if I, if, if I, if I were a better <laughs> guitar, um, yeah. but no, I want to, I want to play that man. How's he, you know, and then you try and figure out that fill or that's, you know, maybe, I don't know, a, a, a tool song or Deftone song or something yeah. like that. Like you, you hear specific fills. Um, okay. How do I do that? Like, wow. Like that, you know, that drummer really good or that guitarist is really good. How can I do that myself? Um, and I think that, you know, and I think that that's a good thing too. I think you can be inspired by that, you know, and you can be yeah. inspired by, um, you know, it can take steps towards becoming a better drummer, becoming a better bassist, becoming a better guitar player. You know, if, if you go and see, I don't know, Joe Satriani, you see him go, yeah, or you see, you know, like John Petrucci, like you see him crush it and set their fingers on fire while they're playing a solo. It's not just playing a solo, he's playing it behind his head without even looking at it. I know, I know a lot of times too, like I will try to, um, take the, take the feeling that I get from the inspiration and apply that. How can I get that? So if I'm watching a hockey game, yeah, yeah. I take it back to hockey, <laughs> and I see an amazing goal. Yeah, yeah. How can I take that same feeling I got there and apply that to music? How can yeah. I write a song and make me feel the same way? Uh, yeah, that's a very that's, unique thing that humans have, where we can take an inspiration from one yeah, area yeah. of work and take it somewhere completely different. So that's a good point. Like I've done it when I was a kid. Like I idolize Larry Bird, Michael Jordan. I yeah, didn't, yeah. And I didn't have a basketball hoop. And I would literally like after watching like a game or something, I had like a, a bucket and I had we had like an outbuilding. I put yeah. the bucket right in front of the outbuilding and I had like a literally it's a five year old basketball. Like a like, pe- like, like, like a, a tiny like a baby basketball. Like, like a pe- like a peach basket. Yeah yeah. You're going back to And the- I was just like <laughs> I was doing like fadeaway shots yeah, and yeah. stuff and and I was, I guess it's like, I was just like practicing, imagining myself as them. And obviously my parents saw that and were like, oh, we need to get a basketball. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and they did. So I think the thing of it is if you want to use it and not transition it to the same like thing, like you're not like sport to sport, but if you want to go from like the sport to like what you do, mm-hmm. it would be more so like, like what I do is I write it. I write down that, that thought. Sure. What is that thought? And then I take that that idea in with whenever I practice, whatever I'm doing, if it's writing yeah. or if it's something else. Like, it's hard to make that transition mm-hmm. unless you, if you do it in the moment or it's taking that idea and trying to like build off of it. Yeah. I think it's cultivating that talent too. I mean, you're, you know, your parents obviously saw that and said, like, you have to get, uh, you know, a basketball hoop and, yeah. and saw that and cultivated it. With that said, I think with your talent, with your passion, whatever it is, 
um, you know, you have to work hard at it and right. work. And, and now if you wanted to be, you know, a great basketball player, you would have obviously had to work, but it was, but it was a kind of a niche, to, you know, like it mm-hmm. was a passion and, and an enjoyment for you and a release for you to go out and do that and shoot and pretend you were Larry Bird. And, and who hasn't, who hasn't done that <laughs> yeah. with baseball, you know, yeah. it, or what, you know, man, this is the game seven and, and I'm out on the, yeah. um, uh, you know, and I'm playing street hockey and I'm in game seven. It's the same right. thing. Um, but I think it depends on what, you know, with you, you had different passions, but that was one of them. Sure. Um, but I think whenever you dive in and you, and you discover like, this is your passion, then you work hard at it. Then you don't just, you know, like, yeah, you're out there shooting in the backyard, but like, if you want to become really good and like, this is your true passion, then you, then you work hard at it. Not just like, you know, a couple, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think there's a difference between, um, I really like this. I really have a passion for it. And then I really have a passion for it. Like, I think there's two different, I don't oh, know. Does, yeah. that, does that make sense? Absolutely. Like, yeah, absolutely. like, yeah, like I really, I really like this, but like this, and I, and I think both can, I think both can be interchangeable. Sure. Um, where you can really have a passion for it, but you can be really driven by something else. Um, I think this, the thing that you're really driven by, um, you really work hard at and you really work to perfect it. And the thing that you have a passion for, maybe you just use that as a release. Yeah. yeah. No, or, that's a good you know, point. And, here I got another. I got another Uh-oh. question. Go. What happens if you're really good at something and you're talented and you don't have to work hard at it? Mm. Yeah, and, and, this still comes and naturally you, to and, you. And maybe you don't have that same passion that you don't know. You don't even know. I don't about think it. it's your passion. You but know, you, but saying? you're like really I, good at it. I mean, like yeah. you are the best. I mean, I can't tell you how many, and I've seen it in. Um, I've seen it in pro sports. I've seen it in in college. I mean, I've seen it uh, in, in high school sports where you have. Um, we'll take high school for example. D one college, like he's just incredible, but. Um, you know, but he's lazy maybe a little bit. And then you have this other kid who works for everything he has and he can barely get a D2 scholarship. This other guy, like if you saw, if this, if this guy had the work ethic that the other guy had, he'd easily be going D1. Yeah. But if the other guy who worked as hard as he could, to get, you know, does that make sense? Like, yeah. like I, I saw it, you know, and I won't say anything, but I saw it, you know, for example, there was, um, an athlete that a high school athlete that I covered and, um, I thought he was really, really talented. I thought he was mm-hmm. super talented. Yeah. Um, but I thought, I thought he could have been a lot more. I thought, you know, I thought he was a little bit lazy. Yeah. Um, you know, congratulations. He is going to college, you know, and, and he is, you know, but, um, you know, in, in a specific sport. Um, but I, I, you know, you see so much more. You're like, wow. Like you see all the talent and all the potential in that. And then you see another kid who like works for everything that he has. And, and like, if he had that talent, like it's the work ethic and the talent. Yeah. You know, if, and, well, what yeah. I think we're, I think what we see more in nowadays, I, I think that analogy always applies to sports. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, but, I think it can apply elsewhere too. Yes. Yeah, but the, the, the way, yeah, the way you're talking you're about right. it, it is always applied for sports. It always will apply that way. Sure. But I think we're seeing it more in like everyday life. Yeah. yeah. Mostly because. Um, things are advancing so quickly. Technology's changing so quickly. Yeah. It's, it's actually changed from, I think before you could really value a guy that has a unique set of skill, a guy or a lady yeah, that yeah. has a yeah. unique, <laughs> a unique set of skills in something. And they're just amazing at this. And so we pick this person, even though they're a D bag or whatever, yeah, yeah. like we'll, we'll pick this person. They're not really good at learning new things, but they're super good at this. Well, now the world has come to this point where that job may not exist in two years. Right, Things yeah. are advancing so quickly. So now in general, I think companies 
and industries are valuing people that are really good at problem solving and yes. just learning new things. So I think what we're starting to see is that, you know, that person that has to work really hard, um, even though they may not be naturally talented at something by working hard at that, they're, they're learning how to be creative. Yeah. They're, they're learning how to, they're basically stocking their tool shed full of all these tools to solve problems. They're, they're, they're willing. They're able to be adaptive in any type of situation. You can yes. And they're willing to do whatever it yeah. takes. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times we've, uh, we call, we call them freelancers or stringers in our business. Um, and I can't tell you how many times like there might be this writer or that writer or, or whatever, like, um, you know, there's times where I, I guess even for me as, as a freelancer, like if I, um, you know, if, if I say, I, I guess, you know, you always want to be available. You always want to, you know, cause if not, that's going to go to somebody else, right. you know, somebody right. else who, you know, like, Hey, can you, uh, no, I kind of don't feel like, well, well that person who's working hard, you know, like I know I, I've dealt with that too, where, you know, like we've maybe assigned people to do, uh, or I have a game, you know, basketball game or something that someone needs covered. And this guy's maybe a, a more talented writer, but, you know, but maybe he won't do it or won't, or has trouble getting back to you or whatever. And then there's this yeah. guy who's like, yeah, I'll do it. Like, you're yeah. going to give it to him. So yeah. I've got a question for you, Shiva. Yeah. So what, what advice could you give to somebody that is, is a hard worker, you know? Be but willing to do anything. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. No, no, no. no. Here goes the answer. <laughs> Yeah, uh, go, go ahead. I went to. Well, I'm sorry. I just went to the the worst, especially with all the sexual allegations in the like in in politics. Not, I went to the worst quite. place of my mind. Yes, oh. not, not quite anything, but you know, have, have your standards, people. But go on. All right, so they're they're a hard worker, but uh, they just can't get over the hump, right? So it's it it's something that they they know that they're they're good at something, but it just takes them an extra an extra time to get to it, and they're just not getting over this hump. What advice can you give them to kind of like on how they can s take a step back to to view like, is this really the thing that I should be doing or is there something else I should be doing? Uh, I think if, you know, I, and I'll use my field in journalism, like if, if it's your passion, if it's what you love, what, what you're doing, um, if it's if it lights you up inside, then then you should be doing it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I think that's what mm -hmm. it is. And who cares if people tell you no? Um, right. you know, like keep doing it. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've been, you know, like rejected in this place or that place or wherever, you know, like I'm going to, just because people tell me no, um, you know, I, I guess it sounds, but like if someone, you know, Hey, you can't like, yes, I can, I can do that. I can't, you know, um, you just try another Avenue to, to yeah, do, you know, absolutely. to either cover the penguins or the Steelers or, um, it has to be your passion though. I mean, if it's not your passion, then don't do it. Um, yeah. You know, like I, I think if I think you're that's why you find so many. I mean, you'll find so many people that are just naturally talented at something when they're young, and yeah. like they just they don't want to do it. Yeah, right. Because yeah. they've been doing it for so long. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I think that sometimes parents or other people in that person's life can come down hard on them and say, "You're being stupid." Sure, you're obviously you so talented at math. Yeah, why wouldn't you want to be a doctor? Yeah. You know, everybody always has. And, you know, for, I mean, for what it said, yeah, that might be dumb. That might be a good path for you. But at, at the same time, like, I can understand why, like, there's there's just this necessity in human beings to want to venture out into the unknown and do something that's that's maybe a little risky. Sure. And I, and I think if you set up that path too easily for somebody of, like, this is, this is the easy 
way to go. Right, right. Like, it's almost like people naturally want to buck that. Yeah, yeah. Because they just want to see, well, what if I did something else? And, yeah. And I think you're right. And I think one of the other parts that, to add on to that is it, they want to find it themselves. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. like it's like they don't want to be told what to do. Like, I hated being told what to do. Yeah, yeah. And and I still don't like being told what to do. Hi, <laughs> Jeff. Um, but I, I think it's more so like it's it, – it's, not, not necessarily takes the fun out of it, but it takes the 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 whole finding out who you are yeah. out of it. Because that's one of the parts growing up as a teenager and also in a college is yeah. we don't know who we are. We we know kind of like things what we like, and also to add in what Mike Bohm brought up is like you know we try the, we we think we're supposed to be on a specific path, uh, yeah. But really, like, is that really what we're supposed to be doing? And we're not going to know that unless. We go out there, and I will say 100%, a lot of times we do a full circle. Like yeah. Whatever that we're really talented <laughs> with, whenever we're, we're small, uh, we'll try new things. We'll go in opposite direction. And then whenever we get a little bit older, we come right back around like, holy crap, I'm doing the thing that I was actually really good at And, and whenever I'm an adult. Yeah. And, it's and kind of like when you're ordering off the drink menu whenever you go out and you say, oh, what do you have? I'll have. No, it's not oh like ordering gosh. a Miller Lite. Yeah, that's no. right. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying. Yeah, you come, no, go ahead. Because like uh, whenever I went to college, I went for as a computer engineer. And mm. the, the thing that I'm doing now, people who are graduating college or graduate or coming in are as industrial engineers. And I remember looking at that. Yeah. Uh, thinking when I was a kid, or when I was a, in in college, I'm like, I don't want to do that. That's yeah. that. And it's it's the same type of mindset. I was just in the wrong area. Yeah. But whenever I I went through all those things by being in DC and then coming back here, I kind of did a full circle. The same almost. thing happened yeah. to me. Yeah. I I know. Um, the, you know, one of the first jobs I got, I I just wasn't wasn't too excited about. I, I mean, it it ended up working out. You know, in Blairsville, um, not where I work now, but um. I wasn't too excited about it. Yeah. You know, I, I was um I was covering the, the Penguins and I wasn't covering the Steelers at the time, but I was yeah. covering the Penguins yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I was covering the Pirates and, and a little bit of pit football and like it was great. I was you know, was, everything was great, it was awesome. But uh, you know, my dad and his infinite wisdom, he go, you know, Oh, you need something that pays more and I'm like, Ah oh, no, I'm all right. You know, I, <laughs> yeah. And uh, but I did end up taking, you know, that full time. It, it was the same thing, like whenever I got into college, um, you know, I thought that I wanted to, uh, you know, I want everyone, ESPN was big at the time and Stuart Scott and Dan Patrick and Keith Olbermann and, and all those guys, you know, Kenny Maine and, um, you know, I wanted to be on TV and, and do all that sort of thing. And, um, you know, I don't want to do news editorial, which is, you know, newspaper and things like that. Mm-hmm. 11 years later, I'm still yeah. in the newspaper, you know, so, so everything, I, I don't want to say that I didn't want, but like, I was like, ah, yeah, I'm not too interested in news. I'm not, not too interested in you're working in Blairsville. I mean, like everything that that ha- everything that I was like, ah, eh, I don't know, like that all it all ended up what I needed to yeah. be. It, it, you know, I needed to do all those, and it's been great. Yeah, you I guess know, the, it has worked out. I guess the lesson from that is just keep an open mind, because that's even true of me. Like, yeah, when I first joined Big Atlantic, my last band, yeah, yeah, like I got a little bit into recording, but the idea was to just track ideas to write songs because I was thinking yeah yeah, the thing I was thinking is I'm a live musician yeah and I think most people that would see me play would say that they're like you've got I mean Josh Josh has said that to me a few times he's like you've got like oh totally you've got that unique ability to be able to play live and perform live to do a backbend on stage right yeah Yeah. (laughs) like you just you just have that like live performance and that's definitely true of me it's true at the same time like I I thought to myself (laughs) I only want to be a live musician I want to learn this other stuff (laughs) And then, like, you know, 
years later, kind of like the same realization as you, uh, Fordyce, that um, I think I was just in a different headspace and I didn't realize all the skills right. that that come into play <laughs> with like being a, a mixing engineer. And so now I find myself spending most of my creative free time getting better at mixing and it's not nice. practicing bass as much. It's like things have changed so much from yeah. where they used to be. So what you're saying is don't ignore or dismiss the possibility of being a, you know, being a, a, a live, you know, a, a sound engineer or a newspaper yeah, guy I, or. I think, I guess if I could give anybody advice as far as that goes, if you've got the ability to learn a skill, just learn it, I guess. Yeah. Because well, you don't know more, what door's going to open up for right. you. Right. And that. I think the more skills you have, the more equipped no, you'll no, be to handle the future. Absolutely. And I think like we don't know our, our, our paths and lights are not straight. I mean, there's zigzag, yeah. they go backwards. They do a circle up and down. Up too. And down. <laughs> uh, what's that thing on Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory? You're it's, asking the wrong person. Man. Down with, I don't know, whatever, but Ben might know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it, I think it's like on that path, we are going to pick up things. And I think it's, it's knowing like, knowing like what skill sets play better to your talent yeah yeah because like i have tons of skills i know parts of russian language parts of spanish parts of french i took six years of french i mean i did but i can't speak yeah yeah i mean but you tried it yeah oh yeah absolutely but i i think it's like one of those things that what what clicks right what what are things that we can use so that whenever we are approached with an opportunity we can be like yeah, that makes sense. You know, I want to yeah. take I want to take this to the movie, the movie genre, and oh nice, and uh, <laughs> well, so when you were ta- no. <laughs> no. well, when you were talking, Sorry, uh, when you were talking about this, what you reminded me of was the Jim Carrey movie Yes Man. <laughs> and I love, I love, uh, yeah, I, I didn't lo- even know that existed until oh, now. Oh yeah, it's great. Uh, That's a great yeah. movie. And I think that what what that what that movie is talking about essentially is like what could your life be if you just didn't say no to things yeah yeah and i think there's a lot to be said for that now you can go overboard in the other area and like you just can't say no right like at, at some point so the healthy balance is like m- maybe not say no to anything immediately but you can decide later on all right this just isn't working out Absolutely. sure you know but i think that that's a good way to approach life if you get Shown an opportunity, don't just write it off why because you think yes it's not it. going to happen. Yeah, why not say yes? Because yeah. you're not going to know where that inspiration comes from, right? Yeah. Unless you try it. And I think that's being open to exploring these things is yeah. going to help you to find that where does your inspiration come from? Because honestly, like, I didn't know anything about Japanese animation. I didn't know anything yeah. about uh, a lot of like movie genre stuff until I met our buddy Ju Yup. Yeah, yeah. From college. Mm. His, his real name is Andrew Lee. I still great, call him Ju Yup. Great guy. Thing, but great guy and he showed me like all these like he showed me like uh kung fu movies he showed me uh, <laughs> kung fu uh, movies are great by oh, the way oh, they're amazing yeah uh and like really good stuff and then he also showed me like uh hayao miyazaki um which was spirit of the way and also princess mononoke and it was just like holy crap this yeah, is yeah. really really cool and you didn't dismiss it no absolutely no. And, and i think like we're not you're not gonna know i mean like somebody that says oh i know i'm not gonna like that without trying it is yeah. lying yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, um, and that's the same thing. I go back to that Blairsville job. Um, <clears throat> you know, I was current Sidney Crosby had just debuted in the league. I was covering him. I was, you know, all this, cr- it was, oh, it was great. And, um, here's this, uh, job that didn't, uh, you know, no Penguins coverage, no Steelers coverage, like none of that. I would have been going from covering, you know, being in the 
Pirates Press Box at PNC. Yeah. Um, I was making minimum wage at that time, which I think was, I think like maybe, I don't know. It, it wasn't, it was 625 or something. I mean, okay. it was, but I, but you know, I, I lived at home and, and all of that sort of thing. I, I didn't have many bills, if anything, right. maybe my phone, but, um, but yeah, but I, but I was, oh, it was great. You know, I was covering Sid, I was covering, um, you know, all this and, and, um, you know, that job opportunity in Blairsville came up and I was, I was kind of dismissive again, you know, like I, yeah. but I took it and I can say without certainty that had I not taken that job, I would have never covered two Super Bowls. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, I, I don't want to say I wouldn't be covered, but I would have never covered the Super Bowl in 09. I would have never covered yeah. it in 11. Um, I wouldn't be where I was at without that job. And, and it was a little bit of a tough year. Like I, it was fine. It yeah. worked out. Um, but it was kind of tough going from doing that, you know, but I needed that and yeah. I needed to work that job. Um, and I needed to go through, you know, a little bit of uncomfortability, even, even though like, you know, writing, still does kind of come easy to me. Yeah. Um, I went through it and through that a door opened to work in Latrobe, um, mm-hmm. because of what I do, what I did on the news side and, and the high school side. And then it opened up doors of the Penguins and Steelers that I'm still doing today. That's amazing. Um, to kind of start wrapping up here, cause we're getting close to the hour oh, mark. Okay. Uh, oh, sad. unfortunately we got other shows. We do have other shows. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be here all day. Yeah. Uh, or maybe, well, I guess click on so, the next one if you're listening late. Listening right. back. We, d- we didn't quite answer the question of like, so what do you do? We missed the whole mark of the episode. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I, I think we could, I think we can go a little bit deeper and this is how okay. I want to wrap up is how, if you're tired, I can't remember if you asked this or, or you asked it, Dan. Were you tired? No, you were tired. Yeah. If no. you're, if you're tired and worn out, yeah. how do you find time for that creativity? That's so important. Yeah. And I guess I'll jump off and sure, start sure. by saying that like I find I find myself in that situation a lot. Like yeah. if I if I work a ten hour day like driving Lyft or, or doing or working at Starbucks or doing something different. Yeah, yeah. Like the last thing I want to do sometimes is come home and work on the other things. Yeah. You know, the studio and stuff like that. So I've become a lot more open to trying to live a life that's not as much because fo- I used to do this before where I would just force myself to do things. Yeah. And I thought if I just schedule out time and force myself to do it, eventually it will work. And there's something to be said for that, but I've tried to open, I've tried to keep a, a little bit more of, um, I guess my life open to only, only trying to do things that I love. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes that means if, I really want to get a mix done and I'm like in the zone. Uh, if I start finding myself getting distracted, yeah, I'll listen to that. And I'm, and that might be as simple as saying, okay, I need to step away and take a break. Sure. Turn on, turn on a video game. That's maybe like, uh, a sports game or something that's yeah, really yeah. quick that I could put 15 like minutes into or, yeah. or a half hour and then drop again. But it's something that I enjoy, so that can help re-energize me to, to shoot me back into You're stepping the, away from it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a way to kind of use the use the creativity to help fuel maybe the lack of energy that's yeah. there. And I'll yeah. do the same thing with going to the gym too. Totally. Because I know if I get a good workout, it, yeah. it re-energizes me and makes yeah, me feel yeah. more awake again. Yeah. So how do, how do you guys... I guess two questions. How do you guys find, what do you, what media do you guys find inspiration in specifically? And how do you tackle that question of if you're really tired? Oh, that's tough. <laughs> that is, um, that is really tough. I guess like, I just do it. 
you know, and, and it's hard. And, and, and <laughs> you Nike. know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you, and, and I thought it was funny that you said, um, you know, what you said is something I do. I think you said, oh, really? yeah, I try not to, um, I try not to, um, just, just do it, but that's really what I do. It's almost like kind of a reward type thing. I, mm-hmm. I really, um, you know, I've been doing a lot of work for USA hockey and I work with, I work a lot with the U S uh, women's national team, a lot of the Olympians, um, and a lot of NHLers who played on the men's national team. I'll go down to the morning skates and interview, you know, the NHLers. Like I interviewed Zach Parisi several weeks ago and Justin Falk who plays for the hurricanes and, yeah. um, who else, um, there was one other one that I can't think of. Oh, Joe Pavelski of the Sharks. So, you know, just people. Um, but I and it's a lot of fun to go down and talk to those guys and, and talk about light things, you know, yeah. like maybe a team lost five or six games. They don't want to talk about that. But like when you played at the Olympics, they want to talk about that. And, and, and you just get a really good interview out of it. And I just really love it. And I really get a charge out of it. Um, same things with going and covering the Penguins and, and things like that. So it's almost like a reward. Um I enjoy my job. I enjoy what I do, but I will say that sometimes, you know, doing meetings and, and things like that, it's a little dry. I yeah. want to cover a council meeting, but the next night I get to cover a hockey game. So, you know, if I don't have, so, so it's kind of like, okay, well I have to do this now. Um, yeah. and I'm going to get through it and I'm going to work and I'm going to do the best I can at this council meeting yeah. and I'm not, and, and I'm going to do my best work. But the reward is the next night I'm doing a hockey game. Um, and I get to, you know, and, and that's the same thing. Like, um, you know, you do it and you just kind of, you just kind of put your head down and you do it. Same thing with these, you know, I, I have a, a busy weekend this weekend, but I have two stories that I have to get done. Yeah. If I don't get them done, I'm, I have a Wednesday deadline. It's not, I'm not going to hit it. And if I don't hit my deadlines, I don't get to do this anymore. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what, what drives me is I just, you know, it's a reward to, you know, it's a reward. I'm, I feel, I always feel really grateful um, that I get to do that kind of stuff that I get to cover yeah. the Penguins and get to cover the Steelers and, and uh, well, not now, but you know, cover <laughs> the Steelers and, and, you know, the people from USA hockey that like, but I need to get my home base done yet. You know, I have to, you know, have to spotlight our local high school athletes. I have to spotlight, you know, and I have to pay attention. You know, I can't, if I, if I dismiss that, and if I dismiss everything that's going on in Latrobe, then I'm done period, yeah. with it everything. Almost, it almost sounds to me like you try to compartmentalize and do do the next task in line so that you can totally enjoy what yeah. you love to do, like the penguins. Yeah, right. Because if you've, I don't know if this is a, a good example or not. I don't know if this would actually happen, but let's say you slack off on your, I know you have tight deadlines, but yeah. let's say you slack off on your, um, on your story on the uh, school if I don't have a school board meeting, a school board meeting story, and I'm in trouble. Right. I mean, that's yeah. Yeah, you're in like, trouble. It's not good. You're, yeah. Yeah, you're in trouble. So I then, better have that. And and, it, and maybe I, you 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 lose your privileges of covering the penguins. Oh, at totally. That point. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred. And and not only that, but like that. And sometimes that entails on going on very little sleep. I won't <laughs> tell you how. But you know. But, oh, I know but all it, about that. Yeah, I've sent you the text and sent you the text in the morning too. Um, but it needs to be done. Yeah. And if it's not done, then you can't do it. Then you can't cover the There's time. There's like you know, not a time of day that you're not awake, I feel like. It's pretty rare. Well, <laughs> it's usually. two and six. That's usually, yeah, Fordyce has it. Yeah. yeah. Two or three it's to true. six. Yeah, if I get like three hours or so. Um, but that's it. Like it needs to be done. Um, and I try my best to do that. And I try, you know, so I, I guess that's where it comes out with me. Like this is what I want to do. This is my passion. Yeah. And, and I know you've mentioned that, sort of that to me yeah. before too. It's all a mental game to you. It is. So you play the mental but it, but it needs to be done you know and, and i need to do you know and i do pay it and i 
try my best with the, you know, with the school board meetings. And, yeah. and I enjoy doing that too, to an extent. I do, you know, um, yeah. would I rather, you know, I but, think you're a little bit men- mentally tougher than me. And I think that's why no. this is, I think that's <laughs> why this episode's fun because we can all talk about how we handle things differently. Cause well, I, I definitely th- approach things from more of a Pavlon, Pavloni, uh, sorry, Pavlovian dog, With the dog type yeah. of way where like, I need to ring that bell for myself so I can keep going back and well, doing I did, the work. Yeah. <laughs> I do that with the podcast. Like I, you know, like I, I, you know, I love this. I really enjoy doing this, but like, okay, you're going on tour. How can we make this work? We need to have this many episodes done by this time. And, and, and I want to have content every Monday yeah, for everybody, machine. you yeah. know, Terminators. <laughs> it's the Terminator. but no, like I, you know, so, okay, well, if we do this many episodes here and this many here, and then like, well, what's right. your crazy schedule? And what's my crazy schedule? How can we make this work? Yeah. Um, and then you make it work somehow, yeah. somehow, some way you make it all work. Um, but I really, you know, it's all the end goal of, I really enjoy doing the penguins i really enjoy doing the steelers i really enjoy doing the podcast um you know i enjoy doing the school board and and our local athletes and covering that but like how can we make it we need to get this done and if you don't get it done you can't do the podcast anymore you can't do okay the the podcast is slipping you can't do the penguins anymore you can't you don't have a job anymore you you know and then you're not and then you're not living your passions and then and then what am i doing and you're working at walmart as a greeter I worked at Walmart in the photo lab before. I worked Did at you? Walmart yeah. too. Oh, I, I have not it. worked at Walmart. I enjoyed it. I've worked at worse places I, I did, than Walmart. I, did, I didn't like yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I've, yeah, I've, I did a couple things, but I, but I didn't enjoy it. Right. It's, you know, it's, it's, that's what it is. So that's, yeah. so I just kind of, I just make sure I do it so that I can live out what, you know, and however long it happens. Um, I could very well not be covering the Penguins tomorrow, the next oh, day, the day. You, you know, I mean, I hope that you know, but but I just understand that in this industry, right? Um, yeah. You know, I know people who they just get it. You know, it just happens. Um, and just, and, d- and that could have and, and that shelf life, you know, that expiration date could hit yeah. me. So I hope it doesn't. Yeah. But if it does, I understand that I had a great time. You yeah. Know? I've heard other people like I think that's a common thought among freelancers that oh, they yeah. think that like you're just 60 days away from like it all crumbling and falling so in front of I, you. Yeah. I just try and, um, I just try and appreciate it. Right. I mean, try and appreciate, you know, and, and realize that like, um, yeah, I covered the Steelers and Jaguars. Um, you know, I've done 11 training camps. So yeah. There's a chance I could not be back for 12. I want to, yeah. you know, I want to be in Latrobe. Chifo Terminator. You will always <laughs> be doing something. I I'm totally yeah. the opposite. I, well, I'm not opposite. Yeah, how, I take, how, how take this... pieces of you and pieces of you and mix it together. <laughs> yeah. So a lot Good, of mix times. Mix it together for us. That's yeah, right. So, yeah, so, mix it together. So whenever I'm tired from work, there's two types of media. It's, it's either going to be music or it's going to be uh, cinema. Or movies. You hmm, fall asleep during c- movies. Cinema. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Whenever, like, I'll, I'll, what I'll try to do is I love going out to the movie theater. Yeah. Just watching something new. You I, mentioned I, that in your podcast. Uh, and that's yeah. uh, a lot of ways it's, it allows me to kind of decompress and then take in whatever that this storyteller is trying to say. Yeah. And so a lot of times I'll do that and I'll get inspiration from that and yeah. I can take that somewhere. Or the other thing I used to do when I was a kid and whenever I was like a teenager, I would go on the computer and I would like look at, different types of bands so now we have an iphone totally i go to band camp and Mm. i go and i look all these types of bands that are not signed and just try to like look at you know what sounds cool to listen to and then i'll download it and then after work i'll listen to it on the way home if i'm driving by myself i can vouch that uh late late at night i'll actually put on my headphones and i'll listen to it to go to sleep and Mm. that gives me like ideas for for going through is that how you found daniel tidwell uh yes yeah yeah. That guy's amazing. That's go, awesome. go on. I'm sorry. Uh, um, 
and shout I, out I think, to Daniel. Yeah, and, 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 and I think one of the uh, the things where if I'm doing something, this is kind of goes back to to your thing. Yeah, uh, Ben, you get up and you have to do something else. Sure. I don't mm-hmm. do that because I'll get I have ADD. I'll get distracted. <laughs> so what it, what I do is a lot of times a lot wait, of my wait. so I understand where you're coming from. What do you mean I have to wake up and do something else? You have as to get up to do. Is so that like right? whenever if you're if, if you're, you're feeling in the like a drain, you're in the yeah, middle of something, yeah. you go and you do your oh, the video I see game what you're thing. Saying, like yeah. step away. If yes. I would, if okay, I would yeah. do that, I would just keep playing the video game and not go back. Yeah. So right. instead, right. a lot of ways I get a lot of my brain power. This is weird. It's either when I take a shower, my brain just. Oh toes. yeah, I mean it's just mm. it's, totally. It's, I've done that. It's it's like the ability to, to shut everything off and just be able to think and be focused. Hmm. The other way I can be focused is taking a walk. Yeah, hmm. like I'll take a walk, and it's almost the same with exercising, mm-hmm. where you're you're not thinking about anything. You're clearing except your mind. For, yeah, you're absolutely in a clearing. different way. He's doing it by playing video games, but you're doing it by walking. And, or, or yeah, yeah and, and I'm not gonna just take a shower any day. So more of the time, I'll take a walk. So whenever I do, <laughs> while I'm on the walk, it's like it's like all right, what am I doing? Yeah. What? Yeah, where where yeah. do I need? Where's my focus? Where should that be? How do yeah. I get that focus sure. back? And then whenever I come back, I just jump right back into it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I do that at work all the time because I'm I'm on these projects where yeah. it has to be done like Shifo's way. So I have yeah. to, I have to be able to to get it done. But at the same time, it's like I need to get, I need to make it so that it's better than what it currently is. So I need to have that creativity. And I, I try to take that mm-hmm. approach with my personal stuff where. Yeah. All right, I'll take a walk and I'll come back and I'll Fortis, start. Fortis, you've taken five showers today. Our water bill is outrageous. <laughs> so I don't. I obviously, like the the biggest area where I can actually get a lot of like time to think for myself is when I'm in the shower. I only take one shower in the morning, but in the morning, it's like the, my prime time to like to be to ready. Think, yeah, to, yeah. To think with stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think in finishing up too, one thing I've really learned a lot from the vocalist of our band, Lacey. Um, <laughs> She is, she's really good at like, being in the I guess moment, I, maybe being in the moment, yeah. but along with that is, I guess I call it like resting well. Oh yeah. Oh, like good. definitely she's, it's kind of the opposite. I think of what people, what most people would expect. It's kind of like our conversation before we started, like how much do you guys practice? Yeah. And the answer is kind of shocking to most people because They're kind of, yeah, kind of, I think the, I think the reason it's not higher a higher amount of hours practicing you guys than what you awesome. might think. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's too. because the practice, it's because of the way she structures her life and stuff. Sure. It's like, it's a lot more intense when the practices do happen. Yeah. Uh, and so you're not really going through the motions as much. You're like kind of on. And yeah. I think that not just from her, but also I've seen other entrepreneurs that are creative. They kind of have that in common where they're not afraid of like taking a break away and but whenever they do step into doing work they're like on 110% yeah. so Intense, that yeah. they it's can so get refocused. a lot more yeah. they can get a lot more done and actual work done rather than just busy work yeah yeah interesting cuz there is a huge difference between just keeping yourself busy and actually getting things done how do you Absolutely. flip how do you flip the switch like that that's a really great question. I, I, well, you hear well, I think sports it's really, all the time. Yeah. yeah, I think it's really hard to do, but I think that like part of it is, man, the fear of failure comes into play a lot. Yeah, I guess because I think that that can disguise itself as like, oh, I just need to get better at this. I just need to keep working. Sure. Right. Instead of actually jumping out and, and doing things. So, uh, when it comes to, I'll relate it to band type stuff. Sure. Like. 
that can be, so the fear of failure might be, I don't want to play a live show because people might not like us. So like you disguise that though, by just practicing all the time until like you're perfect. Uh, Yeah. And you think you're actually making progress and in a way you are, but like until you actually do that one live show, you don't have any feedback. You can't complete that loop. Right. So I think that can be a really difficult thing to identify how you may be doing that in your personal life or, or things that you love to do. But if you can crack that code of like just not being afraid of putting things out there or getting things done, checking things off the list, just do it. Just, Just get it. I mean, honestly, like as simple as it sounds, just go and do it. Some of it is just like, stop asking questions, like figure it out as you go. Like questions, questions are good, but like, don't be afraid of like looking like an idiot and kind of failing sometimes too. Jump off the cliff. Failure is not a bad thing. I fall on my face every day. You know, I mean, you don't want to, it's uncomfortable, but you learn from it. I started learning that a lot at my, um, at my new part-time job, uh, Starbucks in the interim. Thank you Starbucks for hiring me. It's been fun. Yeah. Uh, but I constantly, there, there actually is a ton to learn in that job. I was yeah. amazed by like how knowledgeable you have to be about how the machines work. Like yeah. when do things expire and stuff like that? It's wow. an amazing amount of information to huh. absorb. Um, so like when I first started, I was super annoyed with myself because I had to ask literally for every menial task it. that I yeah. did. I had to ask, in the intercom, how do I do this? Yeah, yeah. And I kept, I started feeling that pressure later into the day of like, I shouldn't ask this. They're probably getting annoyed with me. Yeah, but yeah. like, I was able to push it out of my mind to be like, it's better to seem like an idiot and ask rather than it's screw true. something up. Right. And I'm sure they'd be- agree with that because it's better to ask if you don't know, be honest, right? If you're not yeah. honest, yeah. that's, that's worse. And they've, and honestly, they've been really great about that. So I don't want to, I, for any listeners that haven't had that experience, is, or haven't had that experience because actually with my last job at Alcoa, the science job, like scientists are so analytical. They have a tendency to not be as patient with people. So if people don't have that experience of like having people that are patient with them, I just want (laughs) to encourage you guys that it's still better to like fail and maybe have somebody look down on you, but at least you can learn. Absolutely. And progress from there. And then maybe they do, you know, like people's opinions change. Like maybe you, you know, maybe you were terrible at it at first, you know, whoever, but like the longevity, the more you work and then the more you get it down, you turn into a a really, you know, over the years, you turn into a really good, you know, a really good employer, really, you know, one of the leaders, like you can, you know, just because you're terrible at it at first and everyone, you know, I mean, that doesn't mean that you can't manage that place or wherever nobody's going to be perfect whenever you start a job i mean that's that's unheard of but it's that insecurity of like oh man i hope they're oh they they don't don't want to ask this question again i really wish that well bowen if you do listen to this i'd (laughs) love to hear your comments on the video because i think well he talked a ton about this in his episode yeah about like he always wanted to feel like he he battled that thing of like he didn't want to do something unless he felt like it was going to be an easy win for easy. him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I can yeah, and I can. I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't want the layup? <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Doink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then I miss it, and then I yeah, and then I fall on the way down. Oh, guys, this has been a great episode. The I ball lands on I my think, head. I think we should wrap <laughs> this sucker up so we can do the next one. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, 
quick two quick shout outs before we leave. I saw that Jeremy Claudio joined in to watch us. So thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, Jeremy. He is the lead vocalist of a band. He's also a session drummer in Nashville, but he's the lead vocalist of Tiger Drive. Great oh. guitar player and singer. Awesome. Uh, yeah, thank you. He also opened up for Big Atlantic CD release show. Oh, oh yeah. When nice. he was in his old band Ocean Speak, which yeah, I loved. Yeah. Uh Tiger Drive's amazing. They have this didn't you guys talk? You guys talked about Ocean Speak in your, um, your oh, yeah. episode with Tom. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah, Ocean totally. Speak. Uh, yeah, Tiger Drive's really good too. They've got more of a um, Imagine Dragons vibe oh, going yeah. on oh, with the pop rock stuff yeah, happening. Cool. So you should definitely check them out. And they have a really good music video that they just released a couple months ago. So, cool. guys, go check that out. And my sister Lydia's watching. Hey, so. what's hey, up, Lydia? Thanks. Hey. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Guys. I need to know about Zelda later. Yes, you do. <laughs> Fill us in. Oh, All right, that, guys. Was that Abby or Lydia? That's. No, that's Lydia that has that's the Lydia Switch. Has Regardless. Abby, Abby, Abby has the PS4. Fair enough. That I, that I game with online. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, guys. All right, guys. Thank you. Well, we hope this episode has been fun for you and that we've encouraged you to dream loud. We'll see you in 15 minutes. <laughs>